give over to the machines. Indeed. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Extreme Tasting League. I'm your host, Dave. And I am Cedius. And, and this is episode... 15, Dave. We just went over this. Are you sure? I am positive. Only fools are positive. <sighs> this is... Uh, what, why do I put up with this? Every every time. Every time. Uh, as usual, we are joined with a guest. Uh, it is just one guest this time. We did have an unfortunate cancellation. But, guest, say hello. Hello. Who are you, guest? I am Adam Dunn from Horror Show Hot Dog. Yay! Now, I just want to point out that both Cedius and Adam have their cell phones on the table. They are set to silent and not vibrate, correct? They are completely turned that off is, on my regard. That is completely regard. true. Completely true. I, I am prepared. This is our show, Dave. I know the rules. I don't know the rules. I just saw a phone out. I was like, oh, a phone on the table's cool. Well, I, <laughs> but yeah, i got to make sure everyone's together. Dave, you know? Dave's a joiner, apparently, That's tonight. Right. So, That's uh, right. If everyone else is going to be looking at their phones tonight, I'm going to be too. Well, I'm the only one left out. I have mine out. <laughs> baby in the corner. I have That's my true. phone out for the questions that I'm going to be asking later because I'm actually prepared for the questions this time. I, I'm going to use this for something on the podcast too. Maybe not this episode, but for one of them. Maybe. Dear if listeners, I'm sorry. Anyway, Dave is going to get a pour started, and Adam is going to say who he is and why he's here, starting with the Horror Show Hot Dogs, since that's what he brought up yeah, first. Um, I'm on another podcast with Matt Alex of the Apropos of Nothing and uh, Josh Knight of Kingdom of Loathing fame. We talk about horror movies, we watch three of them a week, and then we kind of argue about them. And usually we kind of just you know, go on tangents about what we like and what we don't like about things that have nothing to do with what we're supposed to talk about. And eventually we end up eventually talking about three movies, and we go from there. Uh, outside of the podcast, I am a visual effects artist and music video director uh, here and uh, here in Minnesota and nationally. I'm moving to California in the next couple of weeks to go work on a new movie that I can't talk about yet, but... Uh, there will be no retracted in this podcast, because I don't know what they are, and so I'm, I'm not going to pull that nonsense. And that level of editing, I don't know what to do! <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of... Me in a nutshell, I guess. So, uh, what movies have you done in the past that you can talk about? And Dave, I have to drive good. later. Oh, I was going to say it's a good thing you live here, because that was an accident. <laughs> All right, you, um, you do the bigger one, Dave. Let's see, movies I worked on in the past, The probably the biggest ones are, uh, I worked on Man of Steel this year, and then I worked on Transformers 3 a couple years back, which me and my team were nominated for the Oscar for, which was kind of nice. We didn't win, but we were nominated, so that's, that's cool. I also, probably my most proud work of all time, I worked on Smurfs. That's pretty what? pretty incredible. So, definitely the one I tell people the most about. And then, uh, and a couple other really bad movies from that same summer. I worked on Green Lantern for a week, and Conan for a week, and Priest for two weeks. So, that, I, got to, I got a nice, like, 2011, just a nice run of just awful films in 2011. You did you get to make Smurfette very busty? <laughs> Is that what you guys did in your spare time? Oh, no, I, I think with Smurfs, anytime we had free time to not work on Smurfs, we just didn't look at anything related to the show. You know, not not to knock Smurfs, we made a ton of money, but, you know. I'd have to get a sequel anyway. Yeah, oh. it's, you know, we're not, we're not the core audience. We're not who they're marketing <laughs> for. So, yeah, you know, either way. Tintin made a lot of money, too. Yeah, it did. All, most movies, most movies in general that are have like a, a stellar team behind them tend to make money. It's the rushed ones that tend to go the way of like Ripped and Lone Ranger. <laughs> Those are the ones that are just kind of rushed through. Or the ones that get kind of neglected, like John Carter, because John Carter was actually pretty awesome. Yeah, and right. it got 
it did not get the the push that it needed because it was Avengers year and yep. they could Disney could have spent five hundred million dollars on anything that year and they could have not cared because of how much money Avengers basically just printed money just yep. straight up. <laughs> okay, well we have the Pobermory Ten. It's a is this a Highland. I, I remember. Uh, that's the Isle of Mole one, I think. Yes, the Isle of Mole. It totally is. It says so right on the right on the thing here. Because Dave's prepared. Yeah, I'm totally prepared. I was off last month, so you know I. You're off every month then. It's been a while. Oh, this smells good. Now we now we're nosing. Okay. Yeah. My job is pacing. That's what I do. Yeah, and and you can tell by listening to the last two episodes that uh, I do need him around because, man, was I off my game. Forgot to drink, huh? No, no, that's the part I did remember, actually. It was the rest of it that I couldn't quite get together. Plus, my pretentious reading voice is not the same as your pretentious reading voice. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you went on that one. All right, so there's definitely some fruit notes here. Trying to yeah. narrow down what fruit White I'm getting fruit. here. Some yeah. Like a, uh, I want to say apple, not pear. I don't know, I'm getting... Maybe a little boat. I'm getting a boss pear smell here. I think even though this is on, from the Isle of Mole, I think it is a space side. That too. wouldn't make a lot of sense, because the There's Isles... a little... Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a map handy, so... Look it up, guys. It's the Isle of Mole. Definitely little, feels like a pear, kind of pear smell to me. There's a, a little saltiness in it. Yeah. Of course, that's because it comes from an island. Well, not all the Isles do. I, I, I don't remember being, having a lot of salt in the Jura that we had. Of course, that's been a year and a half and several scotches ago, so I could be wrong. Oh, how Lincoln's speech would have been different if it was. <laughs> <laughs> that was a year and several scotches right, ago. <laughs> I'm almost getting a ripe banana underneath it, too. What am I crazy? You it doesn't taste like much, though. Yeah, you moved down to taste now. Oh, yeah, that's what I do. Okay. That's, that's, this is how I control okay. taste. This, okay. this is the taste. I just, so. I just start drinking, and then everybody follows suit. Very light. It's, yeah, it doesn't have a whole lot of, a lot of flavors in the... In the front end, for sure. Finish is just kind of sitting there. It's kind of. I'm not. I'm not sure. A little bit of salty in the finish. Yeah, little little warm. I'm digging the warmth. I do. I kind of like the. Yeah, it's not a. It's, it's a good, not a. It's not a harsh warmth. Yeah. It's just uh, just a, a little warm. I just yeah. I just can't come up with the words for the body. There's just there's a light flavor there. I just can't say what it is. Yeah, it's not flat, but there's just not a lot. There, it's it's very faint. Well, now we've added water and we're we're nosing again. Salt comes out a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it could just be that the that the body was more of a kind of a, a seawater sort of body before. I kind of appreciate the smell more once the water's in there. It mm-hmm. seems like it takes a little bit of the strength out of it and just kind of kind of more yeah. pleasurable smell. Well, I'll say I lost the fruit notes on on the nose. Mm-hmm. Whatever was in the body has, has again lightened up, so I, it, it's so yeah, it becomes uh, all all salt, all salt water in the in the body, for sure. Light sweetness to it, still. Yeah, but not. I'm also getting kind of a cereal grains flavor. That's as much as I'm getting in the. Well, that's. I mean, it is. Well, I know, but specifically as a flavor, Dave, I, I I get that it's you know malt. It's all malt. Why <laughs> do I put up with this? All oh, right, because you brought this one over. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, Dave's pulling his own weight this time. He brought two of the scotches we're going to taste the, uh, in, in the next two episodes. So, 
I'm at a loss for what to say. It just doesn't have the strong flavors that I'm used to having. So it's yeah. it, it's not to say that it's unpleasant or, or, or distracting. It's just I'm having a hard time labeling it. Salty. Yeah. Yeah, salty I, seems about right. Yeah. I kind of I, I dig the kind of subduedness to it. Mm. I'm not I'm not the the most veteran Scotch drinker, but I tend to I kind of like this kind of like the understatedness of this one. I kind of kind of dig it. I mean, it's it's not like I'm uh, drinking a salt lick or anything, but it's it, you can tell that they want it to be a, a salty scotch. They, they want you to feel like you're sitting on the ocean, maybe uh, maybe drank a little while you were surfing. I could definitely have a nice uh, nice drink out in like a beach sunset. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see myself campfire on the yeah. bonfire mm-hmm. on the beach drinking. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, no, I I could too. Yeah, a lot of these, uh, a lot of the Elays kind of give you that whole, like, I could sit around, watch the sunset, campfire, and story sort of feel to them. I'd say with a little bit more water, I add to it again, I'm getting a little bit of a hint of pear in the body. Um, and there's a, a very light, and maybe it's just the burn of the, of the alcohol sitting on my tongue on the finish, but I'm getting maybe just that faintest hint of a light spice. I can smell a little spice. Can't tell what it is though. This, this one, I I'm might, sure they'll tell us in the tasting notes. Possibly, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm thinking this is one that does a little bit better with a little bit more water than I typically put in one. So, I, I I will say that with the extra water added, I'm enjoying it a little bit more. Labeling it's still difficult, but I'm I'm digging on it a bit more. For me, with the extra water in there, the warmth is kind of. It kind of goes away, like because you know that's what I was kind of liking from the first part. Mm. It doesn't feel nearly as warm. Still like it, but I think I'd probably use less water. Yeah, I I, I don't like the diluted a whole lot, and I definitely this this uh, the other flavors do come out a little bit more, but I, I do feel like I lose a lot of what is intended mm-hmm. in in adding the water. I can be the minority. That's all right. I'm comfortable with that. Well, if you, you know, listen to our show, it always ends up with me and someone else teaming up against someone else. It's, always, it's never, no one ever goes against <laughs> my particular opinion. It's always, oh, yeah, no, we totally You, you and Matt start making the, the, the wrestling analogies, and Josh is just like, whatever, guys. And then me and Josh make Josh Whedon analogies, and Matt feels alienated. And then, then we just go about our business and cycle back to me and Matt making fun of Josh. It's yeah. <laughs> and the two of them do their intro that you're like, I want no part of this. That kind of, that's a fun little... It just kind of came out of nowhere where we just kind of like, it'd be better if one of us just hates doing it. And after a while, I just got into just being like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I do enjoy every intro of the show because I'm, I'm always curious to see what Matt and Josh are going to pull out of the movies they watch to be, to embody those things. And then, you know, just have Adam go, no, no, <laughs> seriously. And it's just a little bit more about the show, actually. Uh, how did Horror Show get started? Oh, uh, well, basically it was um, me, Josh, and Matt were just, you know, kind of buddies just hanging out. We All three of us like horror movies, and I think we all went and saw the remake of Nightmare, and we spent like an hour in the parking lot just BSing about it and laughing and just making jokes. We're like, we should probably do this at some point in time. And then fast forward to a couple of years later, it was like, well, we have a spot on the Hot Dog Network that we want to do the show if you guys can all make the show. And I was like, oh, well, I could definitely try and make the show just because... My my work life is a little hectic because you know music videos don't have a specific schedule of when I'm supposed to do them or same thing with movies like you get offered a job you have to just go so we just kind of basically like well, let's wing it let's see if we can do this and then we got about 
30 episodes in, and then I had to go out to California to do Man of Steel. And you're like, well, we all really like doing this, and we have a pretty good fan base, so we should probably keep trying to do these. So, getting, you know, it's just kind of evolved out of three dudes wanting to BS about something and seeing if people would listen to it. <laughs> and, then, and then it kind of just turned into now we have, you know, T-shirts and fans and things and all sorts of goofy little in-jokes about the show, and we just have a blast doing it. Yeah, I, I'm a listener to the show, and interestingly enough, I'm, I'm one of those people who doesn't watch the movies in advance, and generally I'm really not that big a horror fan, and yet I, I'm enjoying you guys' commentary, and there have been a few movies I have chosen to check out from listening to your guys' stuff. That, that always so, intri- intrigues me so much, because it's just, I don't understand how anyone would want to listen to all, th- well, the funny thing is we kind of created this idea that there's a nexus of all of our voices start to blend into one similar tone as we do the show like it starts off we all have very distinct tones and then by the end it's like this one who is talking type thing so i don't ever get who <clears throat> it's intriguing to me to be like man someone wants to listen to me yammer on about reanimator for two hours that's crazy they've at least seen it right and josh like no most people don't watch the, sh- the movie they just listen to the show it's like we're not even entertaining. What is the deal? Why? No, Why? You're, you know, Why? You're, you're, you're as someone who doesn't listen to the show, uh, what what is the show about? You, do you commentate on the movie? As, do you like play the movie and kind of just um, color commentary on it? No, we basically we will do uh, three movie assignment a week. We used to do where we all would pick movies, and mm-hmm. then it kind of morphed into theme weeks and then these different things. And now we're doing a lot of... Uh, fan suggestions because we, we like you know just like all internet people we like the interaction right. with with people who dig what we're doing so we've been doing like hey you guys should do a evil ventriloquist dummy week so like then we watch <laughs> like devil doll and magic and puppet magic you know, yeah and all sorts of stuff like that so and then basically we, we watch them we take notes and then we come back and then we basically all compare notes about what we like and what we don't like um the best episodes in my opinion are the ones where we don't agree because we tend to just start <laughs> just having the worst arguments, the ones that go from being fact-based to just trying to make everyone else seem not credible at all about their <laughs> arguments. And that's how kind of every one of the arguments devolves on our show. So, uh, so yeah, it's basically we just watch three movies and we talk about them. And if there's anything else we just want to yammer on about, like I saw at San Diego Comic-Con they had some really cool new Transformer toys that were like 200 bucks a piece. And I was like, if I could just waste $200 on a giant Transformer, I would. Yeah, so there's all sorts of we're very, you got to live in the in your mom's basement in order to do that. <laughs> yeah, we're very tangential in our show. It's like we have a core idea, but we constantly just take every possible fork away from the main idea. And and for me, part of the entertainment is to listen to see just exactly where and how they deviate from their <laughs> stated topic. And so I, I I have to say that like I said, even though I'm not a fan of the genre of, of, of movie that, that they're covering. Or, well, okay, let me rephrase that. I don't often watch uh, films in, in the genre they cover. The the show is worth uh, listening to in its own right. So, uh, Thank you. Admittedly, if you are a spoilers person and you hate spoilers, not so much. Because they do cover a general synopsis of a lot of the movies. And so they, they assume that you have watched the movie. So the spoilers is not a, a thing that they bring up. Yeah, it's, we definitely just dive right in. So it's like... Well, but at the I, same time, if you haven't seen a movie from 1978, I can't really feel bad for you that I'm like... What do you mean you didn't know the end of the change link? So the thing about the thing is... <laughs> just, it becomes just, other people? What? <laughs> just like, 
You ruined the movie for me. That movie's older than you are as a person. They what just... do you mean they, jump, uh, that they, they take over your body in Invasion of the Body Snatchers? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It so, says it in the title, man! So we tend to stay away from that. Uh, the, the trying to, like, keep the mystery of the film. But we do we do a lot of... We've, got, we've had a lot of really fun ones, like, lately. So the... Uh, I think Monster Squad was probably one of my most. I most love Monster ones. Squad. Yeah. Wolfman's got nards. Yeah, of course, dude. Wolfman's got nards, and uh, it's like great job, fat kid. My name's dude. Horace. It's just lovely. Just yeah. lo- lots what, of great moments. What, what was the movie where you decided the cat should have been the sheriff? Oh, uh, Clovis and, and Sleepwalkers. Yeah, the week where I argue that Sleepwalkers is the greatest Stephen King <laughs> film that's ever been made because of Clovis and how incredible that cat is in the movie. I haven't yet watched that, but because of Clovis, I now have to watch that film because I, I, I enjoy cats. So. Well, I, I love horror movies, so you'll definitely find out, find me uh, downloading it for sure. That's why I know that it exists. So, uh, Dave wants to get on to the next scotch, so I'm going to remind him that he still needs to read the tasting notes of this one. Oh, yeah! That's my job! Pacing guy. Yeah, see, pacing guy. Pacing guy. See, I, see, I, pacing just, I, I distracted him with more interview talk, see. <laughs> pacing guy and prodding guy. It's, yeah. it's, you got to have it. I mean, yep. It's on our show, too. I'm the not, no-job guy. I just kind of, like, sit there and be funny, kind of. <laughs> the master distillers tasting notes. Color. C-O-L-O-U-R, because we are not pretentious at all. No, lemony gold. Nose, rich island character with tantalizing hints of grass, malt, gingerbread. That's probably the spice. That could be, yeah. Stewed fruit syrup and finely polished oak. Palette, smooth, velvety with... Fruity tangs and exquisitely spiced gingerbread and aniseed for a medium sweetness to treasure. Finish. Ginger and spicy oak matched with bitter chocolate and almond that gently fades with a tail of sweety salty seeds. Yeah. So those tasting notes. Definitely flowery language. Yes. But not... For those fortunate enough to uncover it, here lies a rare jewel of a whiskey. A wonderfully handcrafted liquid from the magical Isle of Mull. It is a gentle sweetness on the nose with a smooth, velvety finish of spicy oak and bitter chocolate. Legend has it that the villagers of Tobermory Bay created this pale gold water of life. To bring good luck to all whose lips it passed. Folklore or fact, the mysterious character of this Tobomori ten-year-old is a rarity you'll want to savor and treasure forever. Made and bottled in Scotland. Product of Scotland. I'm sold. Like, I'm sold on it. Like we already had it, but I'm sold on that description. Just like it's got like legend. I feel like it's like magical. I feel like it's yeah. kind of like weird Lord of the Ringsy type situation going on with it being created. There can be only one. <laughs> See, I, I'm not quite willing to declare cork dorkery on it because it was more or less accurate. Well, I mean, the tasting notes were were pretty close. Yeah. And the, I mean, the flowery bullshit aside, we definitely it definitely had. Actual tasting notes, yeah. Which I'm sure with one of these tonight will will not have okay. like real tasting notes. It'll be it'll be all all pomp and circumstance. And yeah, they had a like, pretty little story, but they actually had real tasting notes that actually said real stuff. 
Um, there will be one of these tonight. I guarantee you. I haven't even looked at them. I'm excited for that, just the one that's complete story where it's just like they break out of a house, some maiden trekked across like a bucket and just like had the water brought from the specific creek and it's like, woo! Yeah, there'll be something like that. It's a hero's journey type scotch. I'm into this. <laughs> Actually, that's probably some of the coolest like flowery story that I've ever, that I've seen on any of them in all honesty. But, yeah. Uh, it, it was definitely uh, flowery, though. That, yeah. That, that, there was more to it than needed to be there. Oh, but. yeah, but that wasn't the actual tasting notes. I just saw that and said, oh, I must read this. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to start with the scoring right away? Yeah, we probably should before we start pouring the next drink. I think that's a good, good idea. So, uh, since he's new, you can go first, Dave. All right. Well, um, I think I'm going to have to say, I mean, I liked it. I liked it. It was, it was pretty tasty, but it was it was just one note. I mean, really, to me, it really just felt like salt. It didn't feel like I was drinking a salt, you know, salt water specifically, but uh, it wasn't overpowering, so I'm not going to give it a poor score. But I don't know that I can really give it more than a more than a three because it's just I don't think it's something that I would want to drink on a. Wasn't quite complex enough for you. It wasn't quite complex, and and while it was it was kind of tasty, I don't think I could sit and just drink a bottle of this in a night. I'm mean, not like. A whole bottle right. or by myself but i don't think i could just like sit and you know drink this for hours and hours on end where there's plenty of other stuff that i i could that i don't rate super high so i think i'm just going to give this a three so it's it's pretty good but i don't know that i would pour myself more than one glass of it tonight for me um this is going to be another one of those times where I'm, I'm really thinking that i had previously overrated previous scotches um Comparing this to like the Glenlivet and the Glenfiddich, I, I think I rated both of those too high. I think I really should have rated them three and three two five respectively versus three two five and three five. Because um, this to me is a little bit better than the Glenlivet, and a little not. It's it's not quite as good as the Glenfiddich uh, in terms of wanting to just sit and drink it. So um, the reality is I'm going to give this I think a three one, three one five. I was you know somewhere in there. Um, he gets really technical on yeah, his, I do. his numbering system. I, 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 I really, you totally don't have to. I, <laughs> I didn't get as technical as you. Honestly, I would love to go back and, and say, okay, I should line up every scotch I've had and put them in the order of preference and then review my scores to see how close I really was. Um, you know, this, this is slightly better than average, but certainly only slightly better than average. Um, I had no problem with the salt. It was not overpowering, but it, it was you know, the dominant flavor, I think. Um, the ginger spice that was there, you know, calling it gingerbread. Um, since I'm not a fan of gingerbread, that explains why I didn't necessarily notice it right away and, and be able to, to express that that's what it was. Ginger as a whole, I'm okay with, but yeah, I, it's not particularly stellar. There's certainly nothing wrong with it. So yeah. Adam. Let's see. Are we going by, is it, it's a five-point scale. Five scale. But are we looking at average in the way of like C is average okay. in high school, or <laughs> or is two and a half the average? Like, well, the, we did we didn't really explain this. No. So so since one is the absolute bottom, technically three is the real middle. Oh, okay. he, told, he told me that he explained it to you. So well, I I, I kind of gave them the heads up over over. Email. I didn't ask I didn't ask the pertinent question because like we, if we were going by public school we rules. Usually, we usually go. Well, we, go we, we usually explain every podcast, right. and so I I have not done that this time. So that's your job. Yeah, I know it's my job, Dave. Uh, one is a war crime. Five is best shit ever. Three is average, and so that's that's really where we're going with this. Uh, in terms of things, if you choose to rate it in the 
know, scotches you've had, and, you know, that might not be a very wide experience, and so it, it, it's narrow. In terms of alcoholic beverages you've had, that's a little bit wider net, and, like, total things you've ever tasted in your life, that's an even wider net. So, like, where you choose to judge it is is your call. Yeah. But, yeah, three three is average, so, yes, three would be a C. Okay. But then uh, A would be a five. I definitely like the warmth of it. I did like the, I like the finish more than I like the, the just kind of just the first initial taste. Um, it did kind of, it was very salty. I would say I'd probably give it, I'm going to go the prices, uh, the prices right route and go, it's a 3.01 to just in case, like the bid comes in that it's like 325 and just kind of like I slightly beat the previous contestant. So it's above average, but it's not much it's above. Just it, 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 yeah, it just, it's for the people who are splitting hairs, which is, oh yeah, it's technically it falls into the other half. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Dave, what are we going to do next? Uh, next, I thought we were, you were going to talk a little bit while I pour Well, I, I, I can do that. I just thought... the whole thing. All right, fine. All right. Um, what we're going to do, because apparently we have three Elays tonight. Um, no, we don't. Yeah, well, we kind of do, because, well, oh, I oh, guess the old one's not technically an Elay, but... Uh, and neither is the Glenfiddich. No, it's not. The Glenfiddich is not. But the old one is going to be closer to an Elay than it is to a Highland. It's a lie. What are we drinking, Dave? Well, I'm, I'm thinking now. Why don't Why don't you? Uh... Oh, all right, fine. We'll do something else. So, okay, you mentioned there's the 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 hot dog network. What exactly is the hot dog network? Oh, uh, that is be like the whole family of all the uh, the podcasts that horror show belongs to. Because horror show and then hot dog and then there's video games hot dog for all the video game fans. They follow like has you know reviews of all sorts of other games that are going on right now. And then there's. Uh, there's Advice Hot Dog, which is uh, another part of kind of the Kingdom of Loathing universe where Jake kind of, and uh, I believe Kevin do advice on there. I'm not actually fully versed in our own network. I just know that we're part of it and that there are like 10 podcasts and we're like the new, we're the new Jack. We're, we're the ones who just kind of, we're the baby of the whole bunch. So it's just, if you're looking for podcasts to listen to, there are a bunch there and they're very well recorded. So, Unlike our cheap ass we've got one mic and i do very little editing type podcast does, does matt handle the recording oh, matt, for you guys or does josh um matt handles all the recording for us but i guarantee you probably do more post work than matt matt is known for his lack of post work it's just it goes against everything he stands for as a human being to do post work well he he, he does at least i would say the same level i do insofar as well okay i don't know about horror show as much but with aon there there are the bumpers he needs to add in and so, I, I mean, there's that. I, I know he doesn't take out, like, the long pauses like I do for ours, but the nature of our show is such that there are dramatically long pauses mm -hmm. while we're nosing and tasting that just do not make for good radio. Mm -hmm. And so I, I... And if there's three seconds of silence, he gets fired. <laughs> that is a... Can't fire me. Because I quit. That's no. the follow-up. That's, that's how you follow it. It, it is. That's exactly how you follow it. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta hit the follow-up with the... Because I quit. But I have no intention of quitting. Ugh. But see, that's the best part of the bluff. Because then you pretend like you're going to quit, and then they realize how much they need you, and then you get a little bit better. Sense. I don't know that. I, I don't know that that would work on Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you never know until you try. I guess. <laughs> well, if he quits, I get it all. It's on mine. It's all in his name. <laughs> yes, yes, it's all in my name. I, I, I'm the one who possesses the microphone. What do you think you're going to do without me, Dave? You nice. can't take your microphone anymore. <laughs> You're already home. <laughs> I quit. Get out of my house. I'm going home. Wait. Oh. Yes, this is, this is shenanigans. All right, so what did you decide on, Dave? It's a secret. 
It is so not a secret. It's a secret to everyone? It's a secret to everyone. It's dangerous to go alone and drink this. Mm-hmm. Ooh, strong wood smell on the nose. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Are we sure. just going to drink varnish? Is that what? <laughs> this is powerful. It'll be very tasty. I'm, ex- I'm excited because of how strong this smells. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm liking that varnish comment. I'm, I'm right there with you. This, this, this smells like the, uh, the shop classroom at high school walking in during the week when they're doing the woodwork. And I cheated. I, I looked at the bottle. So. Oh, and did you? Yeah, I totally did. I had to. There's gotta be there's no there were no options. There, there there there's a light apple note under here I think, in the nose. Yeah, there's. I mean, who puts who puts some of the? Well, I guess it doesn't. It didn't put it on on there. But finish your thought, Dave. There's no tasting. Well, there were no tasting notes on the front, but I can. Oh. Tell, I know that it was in a sherry cask. So. Yeah. So that's. I can actually smell that the minute you smelling. say that too. Yeah. That's the varnish smell. Oh, well, yeah, at least some, part of it. some of it is. I like, the, part of it. I like how formidable it is when you, like, take a big, deep breath of it. It's kind of like, ooh, gets way up in there. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, see, see, if it's a bottle, I think it is. Dave's going to love it no matter, like, what it tastes like, but... Yeah, I'm definitely like I do. Uh-huh. I'm definitely liking the aroma of this one more than, than the previous. There's certainly more character to it. Yeah, it's a very good... Uh, not quite fruity taste, but kind of fruity taste. No, it's there. Yeah. And again, that's probably because it's in the sherry casks for whoever knows how long. Right. A good solid finish. Yeah, that's a really smooth finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is one of those ones where you take the sip and you're like, wow, that, I felt real good drinking that. I should probably just immediately drink another sip of yes. this. Yes. Yeah. You don't get you don't get that crazy burn at the end, and you just feel like you could just drink the whole damn bottle. Yeah, I'm definitely still getting a white fruit, a, you know, an apples type taste in the in the body. The finish definitely a little spice. Oh, with water, the spice really comes out. They're they're, they're moving on to the water, so I guess I'll, I'll move on. He to, always, he's always behind. I'm always, always the last behind. one. Well, I I'm the last one to talk to let you start and, and keep the table moving. So sure, sure. I'm trying to have as little pauses to take out as possible. You <laughs> always talk like you've got a thought, and then Shatner said you need to wait. And damn, you suck to edit. I'm just saying. <laughs> Not better. Not better. But the last two podcasts, editing was a lot smoother. I'm just saying. Speaking of smoother, the aroma gets even better with the oh, water yeah. in there. Less varnishy and more fruity. Bones, can you <laughs> help me? Get this woman up the hill. Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. <laughs> Friday's Child, uh, season two. Anyway. I just remember Channel 29 used to show that clip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the time. Yup. Are you gentlemen fans of um, honest trailers on, on, the, on the internet? On the YouTubes, as I, it were. I don't do a lot of YouTube trolling. I so. don't do a lot of YouTube either, actually. Okay. Well, you should definitely check out Honest Trailers, just because basically they take clips of a film and they rag on the movie. And they just... It comes to my mind because they just did Star Trek Into Darkness. Sure. And the fact that there's no uh, colon there, so the whole time the announcer voice <laughs> keeps going, Star Trek Into Darkness. <laughs> like the whole, like, are we sure that we don't want a comma, a comma there? Is that... Like, are we sure we don't want to put a colon there to 
make it like a secondary title? No, it's it's it, that's what it is. Star Trek into Darkness. <laughs> he goes right back into the trailer, <laughs> and they're they're pretty fun just because they they tend to love most of the movies, but they you know that same way that just poking fun at what you love because they yeah. they hit the Dark Knight and they hit the Avengers pretty hard, even though they're oh, like, sure. and at the end it was like, but who are we kidding? We think this movie is amazing. I think I did see the honest trailer for either Dark Knight or the Avengers. I can't remember which one, but I, I saw one of them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're they're pretty fun. They're, they're you know. If you got 15 minutes to waste, you can watch like four of them and have a great time. So, I actually did start watching uh, a YouTube show called Video Game High School. Oh, yeah, it's by Freddy W. Yeah, yeah, and that's really solid. I'm annoyed at how much I like it. It's pretty neat. I think they're in their second yeah, season. Yeah, the second now? season halfway yeah. through. They just finished uh, episode five last week and episode six, or maybe it was this week. I don't remember when they come out, if it's Mondays or Fridays. I'm hoping it's Friday, because that means that there'll be one for me to watch when I come home tonight. I'm amused at how much Dave knows about this YouTube show and never knows our episode number. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't I don't listen to our show. I can't stand the sound of my voice. <sighs> I just make our show. I'm not here to listen to my own show. I'm here to drink on my own show. But, but, but Dave, we need the downloads, remember? Download. I, I, I download it. Okay. Long, long See, I'm on the other side of it. I like to listen to my own voice on the show, and I like to fast forward through Matt and Josh, like, heard it, heard it, heard it, and then get back to me. And when you become a fan of the show, you know that already. Oh, no, you definitely know. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, because the, the character version of me that I play tends to just be the ultimate egoist, and I tend to just constantly insult Matt and Josh. Well, they do call you the bro of the show, so... I, and, I, you know, I fit the role... I sound broish. I look broish. It works for all of us. I'm a bro at heart, and I'm I'm willing to just go ahead and embrace it. And the contrast of you and Josh that that is is uh, is amusing. <laughs> yeah. I, I've not yet personally met Josh, and this is this is the, the I'm meeting Adam for the first time as we record this, this evening. So the fact that uh, I have such an established you know opinion of what what they are and who they are and and, and what I expect them to bring to my show, I mean they they, they certainly come across as, as solid characters and people in the show. So I, again, I strongly encourage listening to Horror Show Hot Dog, even if you're not into horror films. So back to uh, back to the alcohol. Hot, yes, yes. this time, not me. Back to the alcohol. I, well, I'm always about the alcohol. That's, that's, that's what I do. Um, back to the alcohol. I, I definitely catch a... Uh, Catch some peach on uh, on Ooh, it after I put some water there in There you go. That's the fruit I'm looking for. And... Uh, and I tasted it, but I can't remember what it tasted like. So I'm going to have to try it again before oh, I can no. say something. Yeah, I know. It's horrible. The I'm, pain we go through on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely into this more with water in it than, than without. I, I'm I'm really liking this. It's quite smooth. Smooth. You get a little bit more of the burn on it with uh, with the water. But it really does feel like it like it sat in a, in a wine cask for a while. I don't get a whole lot more on the on the tasting of it. Doesn't change a whole lot, except the finish does get a little bit more of the burn. I feel. Yeah, and and, and the finish lengthens a little. I think. Yeah. With the water. But it's pretty much the same, except the nose is a little, a little bit better. Yeah, I could definitely see this being like a less varnishy. Yeah, I could definitely see this being the drink where we crack a bottle and just you know friends, you know, oh, hanging yeah. out, chatting, and just constantly refilling until the bottle's gone with this one. Speaking of, we all just killed our pores. <laughs> I thought we did. That we did. So, now, for our, our, our listeners at home... The box has got more than the bottle does, for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the Glenfiddich Maltmasters edition. This looks like it was uh, 
batched in March of 2012. Mm -hmm. So, it doesn't say... Let's see, it was a... Matured, God, I hate this cursive font. Matured in traditional oak casks for a number of years. Boy, that's that's all sorts of helpful. Yeah, there's no age statement on this. Our vault masters, something, something, whiskey into... Oh, transfers, that's what it is. Transfers into for its final years of maturation. Wow, that's all sorts of helpful. Is that this one? Yeah, the back and the, the the gold lettering on the back is going to be even harder to read in this light. Oh yeah, in nineteen in eighteen eighty six, William Grant fulfilled blah 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 on the nose, damp earth and whiskey soaked wood intermingle with deep vanilla and smoky embers, deep and ruby red in color, silky smooth finish. Yeah, that's what we have for tasting notes. And there's a whole bunch of stuff on here that talks about it that I'm not going to read because he's not kidding about how hard it is to read the stupid gold uh, embossing. The, uh, the, the lighting, admittedly, in the dining room studios uh, are not so good. Uh, I have a, a single bulb, actually, and a little chandelier that's maybe kicking out 45 to 50 watts. So the tasting notes make me want to like wash my hair with it. It's like silky smooth finish. I know, right? I'm like, well, I'm probably just gonna wash my hair with this, and and, and, and then drink the water runoff as it falls off my hair. Yeah. Dave wasn't wrong. It's oak casts and cherry casts, and uh, there, there's mild tasting notes on here that he chose to skip. No, no, no. I'm totally seriously. It's right, right here. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> Each batch is unique, delivering a rich whiskey that is complex in flavors imparted from the different woods. At first taste, sherbet and zingy, what the, which slowly turns to spicy and tempting flavors of plum and sherry with hints of toasted almonds and wedding cake. Yeah, seriously, I couldn't... Yeah, I, that's a, that's a I, 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 well, it, like, seriously, why would I think that there are toasting notes above the on-the-nose? Everything starts with the frickin' nose. Nose. Nose is first. There shouldn't be tasting notes above it, especially when you can't read this crap. <laughs> I just like that it decided to just devolve into gibberish for a second. It's like, sherbet and zingy, and just like... Yeah. They're just, okay. Uh, <laughs> Dave just can't read the text. No, 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 it's, that's totally exactly what it says. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like, all right. I know I can't read, but seriously, that's what it says. Yes, at first taste, sherbet and zingy. Yeah, so... Sherbet. Sherbet, there's no... Sherbet, yeah, you're right, sherbet. We're in the Midwest, it's sherbet, even though it's just because we're here. <laughs> Yeah. The sherbet. But, 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 sherbet. but the, the plum and cherry and wedding cake was also on the bottle that, that he didn't read. So, um, yeah, it's... Course, I mean, I'm, I, I'm getting the wedding cake after the fact. I wouldn't have called it wedding cake, but yeah, I see where they're going Would you say it was an angel food wedding cake? Or marble wedding cake? I'm going to kick you, Dave. It was wedding cake, wedding cake. You're, you're, you have that cake vodka, that's what it tastes like. Only, you know, scotch. I do like angel food cake, though. Yeah. Mm. But that like Sigh. little layer of whipped cream in the middle. Mm -hmm. Take care of business. That's right. He's looking at us. <laughs> looking at me. No one's allowed to like cake on this you show. Know. I didn't know. I didn't no, know. No, no, you're, you're you're welcome to like cake. I'm the just, cake is a lie. I'm just. And as happens with every and most podcasts, 
the tangents, they go off in odd directions. This is this is one where I'm gonna be like, no, no, I'm out. I'm, I'm taking Adam's traditional role. So uh, someone has to take it. Yeah. So uh, you want to start the uh, the review of this one, Adam? Yeah, I definitely. I really liked the aroma, and I thought it was a lot more bold and smelled quite a bit. The bouquet was quite a bit better uh, once we added water. The taste, I like the. I really liked the finish. Um, definitely was very woody when we first, uh, first poured, and then adding the water to it, it kind of gave it a little bit more of a burn, which I, I, I kind of like. So for me, I think I like it better than our first scotch. I would say I'd probably give this guy about a three and a half out of five. I really liked it. I thought right. it, was, it was definitely one I would, I would drink regularly. Uh, you know, I'd go to the, the store and buy a couple of bottles and have some okay. on, on hand for sure. All right, well, if you're rating this a three and a half then, but you're saying this is something you'd want to keep around. Yeah, let, yeah. Him, let him keep his rating. Well, no, I, 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 I'm curious, though, then, with that in mind, what it would take to hit four for you. Oh, it'd have to, it'd, it'd have to be something that, when I drink it, I'd, I'd want to have it very regular, like every, because I'm not, I'm not the heaviest, I don't, I don't normally have a drink every night. I just kind of like, every now and again, I, you know, will have some beverages. And if it was something that was like, you know what, I'm going to change my routine to a four, it would be, you know, it would definitely be a four of like, I got to have one of these every night. And okay. if it was just like, I absolutely make sure it's a routine would be a five. Or like, this is, this is the best thing I've ever drank. I've got to have one every day for the rest of my life. This is to help our listeners understand where his personal scale is. Cause <laughs> they've come to understand where we're coming from. All right. The guests, right. I, I want a little bit for the explanation. That's all I'm going sure. for. So thank sure. you. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to let Dave go last on this one because uh, I want him to know before he rates it that I specifically bought this bottle for the next time he was supposed to host the gatherings That's we used to do. Yeah. Yes, your name is on the top because of that. Um, so, so again, the backstory of the podcast for those tuning in for the first time. Um, it, this podcast kind of stemmed from a social uh, gathering that uh, Dave and I had with two other gentlemen who have... Uh, one of whom has guested on the podcast since the pilot. We'll get Darren on again at some point, I'm sure. I bought ahead with the expectation that we were going to continue to have that group even after Dave and I decided we were going to start doing this podcast thing. And then that didn't happen. So I've been holding on to that bottle and waiting for a time that it would make sense to bring out. And, and there's a decent chance I, I, I might just let Dave take the bottle with him because I, it was intended for him in the first place. And with that in mind... Uh, I like it better now than the first time I had it, which is why I thought I'd let him walk away with the bottle. So now he might have to, you know, challenge me for it. I'd say arm wrestle, but he'd win that in a heartbeat. So I got, I got to come up with something where I might have a, a chance of winning. But ski race? No, he'll still win. <laughs> What's that game on that they played on uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation where it has like the the trumpet horn that like put a ball in it and like oh Wesley, God, and Wesley the, Crusher the becomes virtual, like the, the virtual addiction one. Yeah, and, and Crusher like Wesley Crusher feels the best of all time at it. Figure out what that is and then challenge each other to that particular game. No, because that was a that was a mind control thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's afraid I'll win that one. So yeah, he wants to be able to win. So. I mean, now that they have Wesley, the and Wesley didn't actually ever play. The oh, game. I thought I thought he did play no, it until, he until the very end. Oh, okay. I don't know. And then they finally like. Strapped him down and forced they one forced on him. Oh, okay. They they got clockwork oranged him. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he he was the one who wanted to stay clean, man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. There's cooler things to do than play 
trumpet ball thing that we do on the uh, anyway, in space bar. To get back to the scoring, I, I do say I do like this one, I think, better than the 12 year, but I don't like it as much as the 18 or the 21, which I previously tasted with Dave. So uh, I'm probably knowing that I really should have scored the 12 at three and a quarter, but I really scored it at three and a half on, on the show. I think I'm going to give this one a 3-4. Um, it's tasting. Certainly not bad. Nothing to complain about. Not something I need to keep on my shelf. Well, I'm going to rate it a 3.75 because I do really like the Glenfiddich, and I don't think there's anything that they've put out that I've not liked a whole lot. You know, we all know that my that the Glenfiddich 21 is, is in my top two. And uh, I don't think we've done the 18 on the show. Have no, we? we've done that on the show. Okay. Um, we did the 12 early on, and of course I like that as well. Um, but I think I'm definitely going to have to stick with the 375, because, man, I, I could drink this wet and I could drink it dry. I, I, I could just consume that bottle in a night for sure. Yeah, I, I, I thought you might actually rate this one a little higher than that, and so I... I, uh... I was debating on a 4, but I just I don't know that I can... I can quite put it up there. I can't remember what I rated it for. Has anything hit a five on the show? Has there been just like the world breaker scotch? Neither he nor I have handed that out. We've had some guests call things fives. Um, the other one that's fighting for his top one and the highest thing he's scored in the podcast thus far is the Yamazaki 18. And, uh, Peter... oh, we, did, we, did the, we did the Glenfiddich 21 here, didn't we, with uh, Bob and Don? Uh... Did we? I thought we did. I know we've done two ones. So I thought, so she, that, I thought she wanted to uh, bathe in it. No, that was in the Freud 18 she wanted to bathe in. Oh, right. Yeah. Now I can't disagree with her on that. But, I swear she wanted she wanted us to pour that on her or something. But uh, It's possible. I did go back and listen to episodes that I want to say 9 and 10 and, and, and you tell me. But uh, the Yamazaki 18 uh, was Peter Buckholtz, number one scotch, and he rated that as a 5. There have been guests that have rated things five. Uh, Bob cheated and rated the first scotch he had five because it was the first scotch he'd ever had, and so he was comparing totally on scotches he had. Ah, yes. So, and he, he <laughs> and he refused to go back and reset the baseline. So, on the on the on the concept of an infinite plane kind yeah. of situation. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but that you know, Dave, uh, Bob was was playing it for uh, for maximum amusement value, and so. Uh, I did. I did asterisk that score on on the score sheet. You gave the him the berry. You gave him the berry bonds. I did give him the berry bonds. <laughs> oh man! So, uh, but then he he also in the, in the next in the following episode scored something an I, and I can't even write that properly on the website outside of writing an I. So what? you totally can. You just look for the look for the. There's a character for it. For square root of negative one. Yeah, there's, there's totally a character for the italicized eye. Oh, all right. Well, I'll have to look for it. But you just make a tag for italics. and. Well, but also that means to go about it, too. But, yes, I, I gave him the bonds twice. So, But, you know, it's Bob. I expected this. So now that we're done with uh, the tastings and the scoring, we'll move on to the question of the show. And uh, I had geared up some some questions and some thoughts, knowing that the Horror Show Hot Dog people were going to be on, and we have Horror Show Hot Dog person, so he's going to have to, you know, speak for the entirety of his show. So basically I have to do what I normally do, just pull the weight of my entire show. <laughs> You're representing. <laughs> 
And of course, I'm going to force Dave to answer the questions too, and, and I got to come up with my, my own answers. I, 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 well, at least you sort of know what these are. I sort of warned you this time what they were going to be. So uh, we're going to play a couple of rounds of Mary Fuck Kill. All right. <laughs> You're familiar with this game? I like this game. So, uh, so, <laughs> so probably not gonna like. Well, maybe. But, well, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll get. I'll get morbid and weird with it. I don't care. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm sure Adam is not gonna have a problem with this. So, so we'll start with, I think, one that you're gonna be familiar with, deeply familiar with the characters. I feel like this one is gonna be very loaded in there based on the show and things that I've said before. <laughs> well, 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 probably. I, I, honestly, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I know what the answer to one of the three is going to be for you due to the nature of it. Uh, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, and Michael Myers. Go. All right. Um, I marry Jason Voorhees because he's a mama's boy and he'll take care of me. He'll love me forever. I fucked Freddy Krueger because he could do whatever he wants and you kill Michael Myers. And that's more or less the answer <laughs> I expected. I knew fuck was going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Because what's your favorite movie? Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors, greatest movie ever made in the history of film. Absolutely. So we got another one that you're going to uh, have fun on a similar theme, I think, when we get there. But now, right. uh, now Dave's up. Same same trio. Well, I'm going to go a, go a different way here. Um, I'm, I'm, I'd marry Freddy Krueger because he, he actually can talk, and he's fairly funny, and he's got to be able to cook. I mean, he's got knives for fingers <laughs> on one of his hands. I mean... Cuts that stuff up. It's it's attached to him. It's great. A little bit of a butter face, but uh, <laughs> you know, you, you fuck Jason Voorhees because um, what else is he good for? I mean, he's already got the hockey mask on, so you don't have to put a bag over his head. Um, and yeah, you you kill Mike Myers. <laughs> um, I love your answer. <laughs> see, see, I, I, I. I'm honestly having to rethink things a little bit because the, the 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 Mary the Mama's boy is, is a concept I had not even thought of with Jason, but uh, I I think I'm going to stick with my original answer. I I too am going to marry Freddy. Uh, I think the the convenience of the knives for the hands. I, I like a good back scratch. So so long as he doesn't cut too deep, we're, we're, we're in good shape. Um, the butterface, you know, I, marriage things get old anyway. So I think I think I can, it's a face I can learn to love. It'd be all right. I think I think Freddie'd also be open to to the idea of an open marriage. <laughs> you know, I have to say that oh, he's, 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 he's totally, probably right. Totally he's going to be spending girls. He's going to be spending his nights hunting other people. You know, yeah. he's not going to be there. And, and, right. and he and as as you pointed out, he's the one who can talk. So conversation that's, that's key to a relationship for me. The only so the that, only negative to marrying him is you have to live in the boiler room. That's the only negative. Well, unless you really like separate. steam and unless you like steam and heat, then you're good. Well, you know, it's, you got you got the sauna year round. It's true. It's, it, it, this this could work at certain times during the summer. I might not like it so much, but you know, or or hey, I'm I'm not opposed to the idea of separate bedrooms. Yeah. It, it's okay. I can if I need the air conditioning that night, that that's fine. Uh, I on the other hand uh, am going to go with uh, killing Jason because I think he's just a tool. I think he's useless. I I don't like him very much. Uh, and I think Michael would have some good kink in the bedroom. So I I, I think Michael would be uh, a little bit more fun. So. That, that, that's where I'm going to play that one. Good so, round, good round. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Uh, the next one we're going to do is uh, heroines of, of horror films. Okay. Uh, Nancy, Ripley, and Alice. Alice from Alice five? from uh, Resident Evil. Okay, Alice from Resident Evil or Alice. I was like, no, the stuff, yeah. I Alice to me is, I is Alice dream, can, dream master and dream child. Because so. Alice can mean several things. Yes, I, I, oh, I'm, man, that's I'm, tough. I am thinking Resident Evil in this um, case. What a bummer here, because I, I love all three of them, but here's, what, here's how we're gonna, here's how it's breaking down. 
you marry Nancy because she's a powerful woman. You you know, she she's a strong, independent lady who needs no one, and that's the kind of woman that strengthens a man in a marriage. Uh, you fuck Alice from Resident Evil because, holy shit, she's got, like, superpowers. It'd be crazy. You might just get your dick ripped off having sex with her, but it'll be the best sex you've ever had in your entire life. And unfortunately, you kill Ripley, which is totally awful, but she has been killed a bunch of times, and you could just bring her back with the clone thing. Like, all Whedon, I guess? <laughs> I think it's my, my way I'm going with it. All right. Um, well, I, I'd also have to... Mary Nancy because well she beat Freddy twice and never, never died. I mean even in the even in Wes Craven's new nightmare. It's true. I mean, so three times technically. Well she she does she beats Freddy but she does go down in the third one because she gets that stab to the gut and she bleeds out and then Patricia Arquette dreams her into into like a perfect world so she gets to die in like a really happy place. Oh right. I but she did she did but... totally whoop his ass though. Yeah. So and she's still three wins. She still wins. won three times. Three wins. That's a TKO. Yeah, that's a TKO. Count that. That's a win in boxing. And I don't know. I think I think I'd have to fuck Ripley because well, she's asleep a lot, and she's been you know hundreds of years without a man. She's got to be interested and in, like starved. Stars. <laughs> so, 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 so Dave's going for the right for the pickings pick on the fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm well, amused I, by this. I, I think she'd, she'd be all about it after all that time. Well, and she has that classy loader license. She could have yeah. some really weird stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the look of daydream on their faces. There are times I, I, I wonder what if we shouldn't. <laughs> it's really, hasn't that just been the dream of man since the dawn of time, just to build a machine they could have sex with forever that also can power lift a missile? And cook dinner, maybe, you know, add that in there too. Um, and then, I'm not a big fan of Resident Evil, so I don't even know who this Alice person is, so I just kill her. Alright, that, that, that's fair, that's fair. Uh, Poor Mila. I'm, I, I, I'm going to get to hate those. This, 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 I'm scared. I've got two Marys over here. I have to kill Nancy because Whoa. for me, no for me, for you. Yeah, yeah. For, for me, uh, Alice is definitely the fuck. I agree with Adam totally on that score. She, she's got to be down for some good kinking. It's, 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 it's Mila. I mean, how can you not go there? Uh, I have to marry Ripley, though, because uh, I am not the manliest man. So uh, I'm perfectly okay with the concept of a woman who can kick, can kick some solid ass and has got that loader license and can. That's half alien. You know, I, I, I'm into some, I'm into some kinks. So, so, right so you're willing to be newt then, like that you're crawling through the vents <laughs> and she's whooping ass, like. Yeah, I I I got no. You're like curled on the floor and the queen's there and it's like get away from her, you bitch, and then exactly. like that's you and you're like thanks, honey. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, I, okay. I, I I can be down with that. I, I I'm a I'm a modern man. I I'm, I'm metro enough that I can accept that the woman can be stronger than me. And so I don't see the, you as metro. Half the time it's true anyway. Well, not not in the classic metro sense, no. I suppose, but progressive mentally. There we go. Uh, maybe, maybe that's what I'm going for. Metro maybe is the wrong word. So uh, the last round, heroes of horror comedy. Okay. Ash from the Evil Dead. Sean from Shaun of the Dead. And Peter Venkman from the Ghostbusters. Oh man, this is like that one's like oddly enough, this is the hardest one of all. Of them. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. <clears throat> I had it, now I lost it because I was like, oh yeah, no, and then got it. Here we go. I'm gonna marry Peter Venkman 
because the Ghostbusters at this point in time are financially successful. They've saved New York twice, and they'll totally be in business forever now because the state of New York owes them. So we're probably going to be living out our lives pretty awesome. And, you know, it's young Bill Murray, so that's totally great. I'm going to go ahead and fuck Ash because the dude beat the Deadites three times, and it's going to just be, be crazy. He had that Revan sound in the background with his chainsaw hand. I bet he could probably give a monster handy with that robot, that robot gauntlet of his. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and kill Sean because he's just a British guy. As much as I love Simon Pegg, like, there's nothing really special about him other than the fact that he's got a really cool best friend, <laughs> I guess. Well, I, I, I'm going to have to marry Peter Vinkman as well. My answers are going to be exactly the same for entirely different reasons. <laughs> um, All right. Um, Vinkman, again, he... I'm going to do my, my, my Shatner thing on you again. <laughs> I know you are. It's fine. Just, I'll edit it later if I have to. Vinkman, he, again, he, he's, a, he's a witty guy. He's got good conversation. The, the, the thing that caused me to almost not be so sure is that, you know, I mean, he, he had Sigourney Weaver, but, but lost her. He had Ripley. He married her, and, and he lost her. So he might not be marrying material, but, you know, I mean, we'll give it a shot. We'll give it a shot. There's always divorce if that's the, if that's the case. But uh, and yeah, I'd fuck Ash because he's got the he's got the hand. That, that'd be my. Uh, all right, I'd make him take the take the chainsaw off though for sure because man, that that could hurt. That could be bad. That could be bad. And uh, I wasn't. A, uh, I'm not a zombie movie guy, so Sean, I just I just don't care. I just don't care. So he's got to die. And again, I'm the one hiding in the corner with completely different answers. Um, I am marrying Sean for exactly the same reason that you were killing him, Adam. Because he's got the great best friend. He, he, he's my style of guy. I think he and I would have a lot of things in common. If he keeps the, the girl he was dating, that could be an interesting three. You know, I, I could be down with that. Uh, I just I just feel like the the social there'd be there'd be strong connection there. I, th- I think it'd be a solid relationship. Okay. Uh, I'm going to agree though with fucking Ash because uh, the hand I I, I, I like I'm like a good massage and so that he's got to have some good solid hand drink there. I've got some knots that just never want to come out. I think he might have a have a chance there. And so by default, I am unfortunately have to kill Mr. Bateman. So brutal. And besides, like marrying Peter. You could totally do the whole "Don't cross the streams" every day forever, ever, ever. Yes, like I haven't heard that one before. But you get to say it to Bankman. It's not like you're saying it's just some random friend of yours. No, no, I'm being Bankman in that situation. Okay. (laughs) No, no, I no, I I I feel that. I mean, that was it was a hard. It was a tough one. Hard set. Hard set. So uh, that that was the three sets that uh, we want to do. So. Nothing left to do but do the closing toast. So, right. uh, so we have to have something to drink. And I don't know if you know this, but it's actually bad luck to toast with water. So we're going to toast with some scotch. And I'm just pouring a tiny, tiny bit so that we actually have something. All to right. Do. All right. And, and this Wait. is one I like with a little bit of water. So just a tiniest bit of water. All right. And Adam, you said you had something. I do have I do have a toast. I want to I go ahead and toast us to the modern-day marvel that is the chicken cutlety ass of Miley Cyrus. <laughs> That's so Oh, I can't believe that. <laughs>